This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. The power of persistence is our topic for today. So I'm wondering, have you ever watched a bird struggle out of a shell or a butterfly emerge from a cocoon? If you have ever watched that, it's actually laborious. That bird is pecking the shell, trying to get out, and it can take quite a bit of time if you're watching it. The same thing with the butterfly coming out of the cocoon. They're both entering completely new worlds than where they were living before. And in the case of the butterfly, the butterfly is emerging as a much more glorious being than a butterfly was prior to becoming a butterfly. Now, sometimes if you are sitting there and you're watching this process, you can have the mistaken notion that, oh, it would be so much better if I helped that bird because he's struggling to peck out of that shell and get out. It would be so much better if I helped the butterfly to get out of the cocoon. Now, in reality, that work that they're doing, that persistence that they're engaging in, even if it takes a long time, is important work to strengthen them for the next level of life that they are entering. Unfortunately, what little children often discover is that when they help the bird out of the shell, as soon as the bird tries to move around, the bird just drops down and dies because all of that work, using its wings to peck out and beak to peck out of that shell, that bird is getting strengthened. So when you shortcut the process, you actually cause the bird to be weaker. And the same thing for the butterfly. They end up dying sooner than they really should have. They don't survive because they needed the challenge of pecking out of the shell or pecking out of the cocoon. You might even have heard a story that's gone around a number of times, particularly on the internet, where you have a group of people and they're taking a somewhat long journey and they don't really know how long it is or exactly where they're going, or exactly what they're going to encounter. But one of the things, each of them has a large cross they have to carry. And the cross is kind of big, and they have to carry it on their shoulders, on their backs, and it's a little bit on the heavy side. Now, the cross is not impossible for them to carry. They actually can carry it. It's just that it's kind of inconvenient. And so some people are thinking to themselves, well, what's the point of carrying this big, heavy cross? I don't need this cross. It's not adding value to my life right now. And so they say, well, I'm just going to make this easier. So they chop the cross down a little bit, make it a little shorter, make it a little smaller, make it a little more lightweight. And then eventually in the journey of where they're going and where they have to go, they come across an area that's like over a canyon. Now, those people who did not cut their crosses 
what they're able to do is to lay the cross down from one side of that canyon all the way over to the other side, and they walk over to the other side in safety. Whereas those who've cut their crosses, they're not able to get across that canyon. They're stuck on the other side. They did not go through the persistence that was necessary to strengthen them, to prepare them, and to have the tools necessary for the next leg of the journey. So you want to also think about that for your own life because the easy way is not always the best way, nor is it always the most sustainable way for the long term. Yeah, there is work to being persistent and to getting to your next level of development. And no one can do for you what you need to do for yourself. So when the children think they're helping the bird or the butterfly, they're really hindering the success of the bird and the butterfly. Similarly, how many of you maybe have watched a baby who's going after something that they really want? Now, the difference with babies is they don't always identify the best targets or the safest targets or the right things to go after. However, when a baby is persistent, and I've seen this so many times, is usually I'm wearing some interesting earrings and I'm holding this baby and the baby gets fascinated by the earrings. It wants to go after them. And I don't care how many times I'm pulling that baby's hand back. That baby's hand is reaching and trying to grab hold of those earrings over and over again, the persistence. And that baby keeps their eye on the prize. The baby's looking at the earrings. The hands are reaching for them. There's intense focus. And babies are stronger than you think they are. They have very strong strength. If you bat an eyelash and miss that hand reaching out, it's pretty strong. It might be able to snatch the earring out of your ear, which is not a good thing. So when you think about the persistence of the baby, you think about the persistence of the bird, you think about the persistence of the butterfly, and then I'm asking you, what is next for you? And will you give up and go the easy way? How is your persistence today? And how is it building a bridge to your next step? Perhaps that difficulty is dealing with a difficult boss or a business crisis or challenge in the company that might feel or seem insurmountable. And the question is, what are you learning through that process? How are you getting stronger because you're having to walk through that scenario and that process? So I just want you to know that persistence is a good thing. It keeps us doing what we need to do to stay strong so that when the next challenge comes, we are ready. So today I want to share a biblical account. This is in Luke, the 18th chapter, and it's a parable that Jesus is telling about a very persistent widow. And this persistent widow, she is making sure that this unjust magistrate is going to meet her needs. She doesn't give up easily. And Jesus uses this parable to encourage us to also be persistent in prayer. Just because you don't see something happen today doesn't mean that God is not moving things around in the heavenlies and something will happen later. So 
Luke, the 18th chapter, starting with verse 8, and it says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart, saying, There was in a certain city a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. Now there was a widow in that city, and she came to him, saying, Get justice for me from my adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said, within himself, though I do not fear God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubles me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said, and shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you, that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? So I want to remind you that though this woman was dealing with an unjust judge, we are dealing with a good and a faithful God who hears our prayers. And as we persist, with the difficult challenges and circumstances in our lives. He will hear us. He will give us what we need to walk through those challenges and strengthen us for the next challenge that's coming our way. As an executive business leader, you have many difficult decisions to make every single day. And it's important to think about how do you develop your people? How do you launch and develop high-performance teams? And how do you create a culture that wins every time? If you would like to take a look at your organization and to talk about the wisdom and guidance that would propel you to create a best place to work and also competitive advantage, then I invite you to apply for a consultation to work with me. Go to my website, www.transleadership.com, go to the services page, and under organizational consultation, you will see a tab that says, contact us. That's where you request a consultation. So if you are an executive business leader in a medium to large size company, then I look forward to receiving your application and having a conversation with you. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.